0: Now before we get started and press the start button on the news if you like what we're doing don't forget to press up up down down left right left right b a then start oh then like and subscribe on your favorite uh podcasting provider also check out at lamer Gamers cast on twitter and throw a review down on apple podcast or Podchaser. so this is the news roundup so we are going to be setting a clock for 45 minutes and see if we can give you all the news before uh your lunch break is over if you get a fancy hour lunch break so first up is nintendo news they had a mini a nintendo direct mini and it had a whole bunch of games now rowdy was telling me that he didn't think it was all that great yeah but, i wasn't
1: all that impressed with it
0: but a whole bunch of n- lamers that i know on uh the gw discord have been absolutely uh excited about it mainly because of the amount of monster hunter news so first up there were not just one monster hunter games announced two monster hunter games counted (laughs) what are the
1: differences between these two games
0: i'm gonna tell you that all right the first one now i'm i'm hopefully i'm right about this because i have been it's been a long week dude Yeah, yeah it's Imagine how Monster Hunter is, but you're surrounded by students. And then you're also dealing with virtual students at the same time that are also monsters. That's basically okay. how the week's been. Actually, they've been fantastic this week. But Monster Hunter Rise is the first one. And it is apparently more like Ultimate and the other ones. This is what Nintendo says. Uh, the critically acclaimed Action RPG series returns to the Nintendo Switch. So that that tells me, right, that that's like Monster Hunter Ultimate or Monster Hunter Try. or. That's my assumption, isn't isn't that right? Yeah, we'll say it's right. Yeah, this sure. Is, this is set in the <laughs> ninja-inspired land of Kamura Village. Explore lush ecosystems and battle fearsome monsters that become, I'm sorry, to become the ultimate hunter. It's been half a century since the last calamity struck. They got a lot of calamities. It's like Southeast Texas, but a terrifying oh. new monster has reared its head and threatens to plunge the land into chaos once again. I think that's going to be Tropical Storm Beta, right? That's what we're worried about right now. Dude, before
1: (laughs) before you said that, I'd already (laughs) forgot that a storm is going to hit us like tomorrow. We got one coming
0: in Wednesday, guys. We just got back from Hurricane Laura. Give us a break. All right, okay. Hunt solo or in a party with your friends to earn rewards that you can use to craft a huge variety of weapons and armor. Brand new gameplay systems such as the flying wire action and your canine companion mute So we, we have a, a doggo now. We'll add exciting new layers to the already robust combat that Monster Hunter is known for. So basically this is Monster Hunter with um, uh, with zip lines and dogs. So Dude, that sounds like a game my wife would play.
1: So Monster Hunter was it Ultimate? Is that the... No, World.
0: Yeah. That's one of Was the
1: last one. Um, I, I played a little bit of that one. Uh, I couldn't really get too into it. Um, mm-hmm. because uh, the Monster Hunter games I liked in the past were more cartoony looking, right? Um, and I actually spent more time trying to customize my Palico than I did actually playing the game.
0: <laughs> I really liked World.
1: I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> hey,
0: check out that fancy zombie on the screen. Loyal historians now following. Thanks for following. All right, that's my wife. Yeah. Duh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Rowdy. Well, if you like that one, you would like Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings okay. of Ruin. This one is a both an RPG and a Monster Hunter kind of like unique new experience. Now, this is like Hunter Stories One, where it's it's more of a actual storyline to follow. This one has unique new experience with a rich storyline featuring charming characters, challenging quests, and friendly encounters with familiar monsters from the Monster Hunter series. Assuming the role of a young monster rider who can use a kinship stone to form strong bonds with monsters, players can gain experience and improve their skills to form deeper connections with these wonderful creatures. This sounds like one of those late night, like dial-up phone line things that they try to do on the game network, game show network. Anyway, when ready, players can embark on memorable adventures filled with dramatic events and heartwarming friendships as the epic tale unfolds. To me, it looks good. The, The art style looks interesting. I'm excited about both, to be completely honest. Okay, next up. So that is Monster Hunter. Those are the two games that people are excited about. Next up, Fitness Boxing got a sequel. If you played the first fitness boxing game, You get more of it. So if you couldn't quite get the uh, Ring Fit Adventure, because I know that was really hard to find, and you're wanting to punch something uh, in your living room imaginarily like fitness boxing will do. You basically jab Uppercut Dodge and more to a catchy pop tunes in this rhythmic boxing game. So, yeah. Next up. Yeah, not I'm not too excited about it. Dis JF five or Dis G six? I'm sorry, six. Dis Gaia. Whatever. What rowdy said. Number six. The first (laughs) new Dis Gaia game in six years is here. Meet Zed, a zombie that has risen from them all except one, a god of destruction. That sent that sentence didn't make much sense to me, and I copied that directly from uh, their website. It, It it makes sense to the fans sure can a mere netherworld zombie rise up and destroy a god find out in the newest installment of the disgaea series features such as super reincarnation that sounds exciting 3d visuals a first for this series and adjustable gameplay settings make this perfect game for both new and old disgaea fans I'm yeah dude excited. Uh,
1: apparently this has a huge cult following and i mean i've tried to play a disgaea game on it was either psp or ps vita one of the uh, mobile ones, and um, I couldn't really get into it. But I know that the Disgaea fans are like rabid about these games. And there's also some spin-off games um, that deal with a penguin that's in some of the Disgaea yes. games called Prinny.
0: Mhm.
1: And um, those, I think, those might get a little risque. For us to talk about on here, what <laughs> yeah, happens in that probably game. for
0: this show. This that'll be for a Rowdy's uh, Ruckus Rants, probably I guess. Yeah, I need to make the a penguin new one, of those one <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> well, you didn't want to do one for the PlayStation pre-order, honestly, uh, dude. Oh. if you're excited about this game and we're just completely like not, you know, explain to us why at Lamer Gamers Cast on Twitter, okay? Uh, it's next, a, uh,
1: it's a really good JRPG, man. JRPG fans are rabid for that stuff. Me. I, I right. understand.
0: <laughs> Rowdy understands you. Uh, Empire of Sin was the next thing that they announced.
1: Dude, uh, this looks awful.
0: This one, I... What? This okay, looks so awful. I'm kind of <laughs> excited about it. It is by... it's it, Paradox, right? I love me some Paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm going to read through it. They had a new um, a new trailer, and it showed one of the people you can be. So empire of sin is a new strategy game brought to you by romero games and paradox interactive that puts you at the heart of the ruthless criminal underworld of the 1920s prohibition era chicago should we do this in transatlantic i think we were supposed to (laughs) yeah may i say slip into the shoes of one of the 14 real and historically inspired mob bosses such as al capone stephanie st clair or golden car goldie Carnot. Carnot? And assemble a ragtag gang, build and manage a criminal empire, and defend your turf from rival gangs. It's up to you: hustle, charm, and intimidate your way to the top, and do whatever it takes to stay there.
1: Break, Break a leg!
0: leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can choose one of 14 unique bosses, based on fictional and real-world gangsters. Then set out and build and manage your criminal empire in Chicago's infamous Prohibition Era. So it's it looks like an XCOM kind of game uh <laughs> loyal historian wants to play as a 1920s mobster oh yeah i'm getting that game just i think it looks fun now i don't know if i'm gonna get it on the switch or if i'm gonna get it on the one x or series x i don't know
1: so i was this game reminds me a lot of a game that recently came out um the uh Peaky blinders game that yeah. was out for Switch and some other consoles. Um, I really wanted to get it because I absolutely love the Peaky Blinders series. Uh, don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, your wife would absolutely love it, yeah, Guaranteed. What, what
0: is Peaky Blinders on?
1: Uh, Netflix. Okay, I yeah, won't. I won't go it into it because there's a there's a whole lot of lore well, to it. But I've heard um,
0: lots of good things. Oh, it's amazing.
1: But uh, the the game, I was like, oh, you know, this looks kind of cool. But then it was. Kind of like a like an XCOM like top-down strategy type game, and I may get it when it goes on sale. But this looks a lot like that.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, we we apparently watched the first episode. I don't remember it, but
1: dude, it's so like, good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, they announced the Long Dark is now officially on Switch. Uh, you probably know what that is by now it's been around for a whole lot of other systems uh also they announced pga tour 2k21 and uh the explanation for that game is (sighs) it's freaking golf yeah
1: uh golf golf's golf's not fun video games unless they're like mini golf or something ridiculous can happen i don't i don't want to play real golf on a console
0: (laughs) hades
1: man. man
0: All right. Uh, next up Hades. Now this one actually looks interesting to me. It is a godlike roguelike dungeon crawler that combines the best aspect of Supergiant's critically acclaimed titles, including the fast-paced action of Bastion, which is a pretty good game, and the rich atmosphere and depth of Transistor and the character-driven storytelling of Pyre you battle out of hell as the immortal prince of the underworld you'll wield the powers and mythic weapons of olympus to break free from the clutches of the god of the dead himself while growing stronger and unraveling more of the story with each unique escape attempt so sounds pretty cool i kind of wish this was multiplayer to be honest like that kind of bums me out that it's not um, yeah,
1: man, but it's it's gonna be good, man. The, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bastion and Transistor were both really good games, man. So this is, I mean, this one's already been out on the Epic Store for a while. That mm-hmm. was a big uproar, um, but <laughs> they it, Hades is actually the number one game on uh, the Switch eShop right now. All right,
0: so next so up, people people should go pick it up. <laughs> next up is one that I'm confused about. Valen Wonderworld. I'm out. Uh, I, okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> it's a wondrous action platformer game themed around a mysterious musical theater. Uh, okay. Uh, oh. It looks it looks like a gotcha game, honestly. Uh, they use special abilities. They get costumes. Not my thing, but I'll read it in case it is your thing. The setting for this tale is the fantastic imaginary land of Wonderworld, a place where people's happy and positive memories mix with their restless worries and negativity. Ooh. That sounds like a work. All right. uh, That
1: that sounds like the world since March 2020.
0: That's the real life. This game's too real. (laughs) Leo and Emma are led into the Wonderworld by their enigmatic maestro, Balin, and set off on a journey to find what is most precious to them before they can return to the real world though they must first restore the lost balance in their hearts now, so
1: these uh, these abilities you get from the different costumes you could actually combine them if you play two players hmm. so like I noticed that one of them could like hover and the other player could like shoot stuff but they needed to get over a gap and shoot stuff while doing so so they combined their powers one was able to fly and one was able to shoot um, but it I'm going to be honest, man. The way that they moved, like, it looks like the controls were awful.
0: It doesn't look like my cup of tea. And whenever I think about, like, the balance in their hearts, I always think of, like, Egyptian, like, whenever they weighed the heart and compared it to a feather. So if this game had, like, cool, like, alligator-headed monsters eating hearts, that might be interesting, I guess okay Duh. next up Rune Factory 5 we've heard about this game in the past I guess uh, it's another Rune Factory game uh, simulation RPG so after if you, lo- uh-huh.
1: I was going to say these games are basically um, Harvest Moon but Har- with RPG aspects added to it so you still have to farm you still have yeah. to uh, uh, raise all your animals and stuff like that but then you could still go and fight stuff so yeah. it's, it's a whole lot of stuff man uh, the older games were fairly easier to me they got too hard as they went along but this one uh, it, it, it might it might be a good balance if you're into that kind of game if you liked what is it if you want a better looking or I wouldn't really say better looking but like a, uh, a bigger meaner version of Stardew Valley
0: <laughs> the bigger meaner version of Stardew Valley that, yeah. that's, that's fun
1: that's basically it
0: Okay, uh, (laughs) next up, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was announced. I thought that was already there. I think they just showed a trailer. So that's pretty much all they showed on the direct mini?
1: No, the the Blind Forest was the only one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the Will of the Wisps Wisps is fantastic, by the way.
1: uh, Blind Forest was the first one. Will of the Wisps is the second one. And if I'm not mistaken, I've seen online a uh, special edition version that comes with both of them for the Switch. It's got this cool packaging and like art books and stuff like that, and like the way that you open the the box is really cool looking. Um, I'll see if I can find that video and send it to you once we're done recording.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm actually a pretty big fan of Will of the Wisp. Uh, I have it on the One X, and it's a really good game. Um, all right, next up on so that's it for the Nintendo Direct Mini. We have two more main news items for the Nintendo Switch before we move on to Sony. So uh, the th- we are going to officially say goodbye to a device that Nintendo has been producing for a long while now. The 3ds. Nine years. Nine years of this console. So. Yeah, dude. <laughs> man, I, I remember the the 3ds. I I stopped playing it to be honest. Like I, I got too old. And my hands started bothering me to play this thing. The ergonomics were not there. Just saying. Well, it's because you're 65 years old. Yeah, because I'm 4 million years old at this point. (laughs) Um, So, but anyway, so they have said goodbye to it, uh, and they're basically not making any system anymore that has two screens or does not currently fit in a toaster. Well, okay, there is one. It's another Switch, right? They don't put... One of the Switches don't go in a toaster. Yeah. Uh, So, if you are in the Twitch chat or you are can go over to Twitter, Uh, you need to put two F's in the chat for our fallen two screen comrade uh, because one for each screen, right? All right. next up, uh, on to some new things that are basically old things Uh, Nintendo NES online games Uh, they will have on the 23rd these games come out to their online service Donkey Kong 2, Diddy Kong's Quest that's a good game I like that. Yeah, I love those games. That's one games. of my favorite ones. Uh, <laughs> next one, Mario Super Picross. I was a little surprised by that, but I love me some Picross, so I'm going to try it was out.
1: That, was that ever released in America? I do not the know. The Super Nintendo version? Yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time it's been available in America.
0: Then they have a game called The Peacekeepers, which I know nothing about. I'm uh, pretty
1: excited about that, because to what's me... The Peacekeepers? Super... It, I, I, I don't remember if I've ever played it, mm-hmm. but my favorite games on the Super Nintendo were always the beat 'em up games, like mm-hmm. Fatal Fury, Final Fight, like all those games. Um, and the Peacekeepers is a 3D beat 'em up game for the super nintendo so i'm going to play the heck out of it because that's what i always did on super nintendo (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: and the next one we can't say the name of this because this is a uh safe work show but (laughs) special cybernetic attack team
1: uh, yeah that was that was coming out for the nes special cybernetic attack team
0: yeah that's a nes game so expect to see those on the nintendo switch on the 23rd that is it for the nintendo news let's move on to sony which i am going to uh lob over to mr 5000 for
1: all righty man so i've, I've kind of got this out of order because uh i waited to the last minute to do all this stuff because i woke up super late today dude you uh, been working though so uh I, i'm gonna start with uh, a, a Bloomberg article was released stating that Sony was going to be four million units short of their 15 million goal for their first wave of productions. So they stated they were going to have 15 million consoles ready to roll by launch, uh, but that they may be short by four million, which is quite a bit, but at the same time, 11 million, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of consoles to try and put out there, especially as fast as they day? are. Yes. Ooh. Release day. Um, so article also goes on to state that just under 50% of their, and I put in quote, chips have failed during production. Now, again, I'm not a hundred percent sure how they find out how these fail. Hopefully they know they fail before they get put into a system And into a box, and then shipped overseas to your house. Uh, But eh, we'll see, man. Um, Because those microchips are very finicky. Like you get a speck of dust in some of them, and it's game over.
0: Yeah, and that's been a big thing lately too. Uh, The screen-on chip, or the uh, what is soldered-on chip? That's SOC. um, It. They have. There was a rumored failure rate of like fifty percent, wasn't there? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and that's actually becoming kind of a big thing nowadays. There are devices like I know LEDs, for instance. They have a certain inherent failure rate in the development or in the process that they just kind of chuck them away, and you know, yeah, yeah. Reuse that's that's what they so can. ridiculous,
1: dude. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, because um, at first I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard of, and then when I looked up stuff about it, like like you said, there are a lot of companies out there who have failure rates for these chips. Now, probably not this high. Uh, right, but yeah, apparently right. a lot of chips fail. So, I'm a little less worried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sony came back. They denied the stock rumor, stating that they will hit the 15 million goal. Uh, we'll see. And But they did not address the chip failure. So...
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: We'll have to see. Now, um, I think I found an article that covers most of the um, conference. Oh, man, it looks like it's in order, too. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this conference started out. Now, I do want to point out that the first video they showed stated that it was footage from a computer.
0: So, who's the article Uh,
1: by? uh, I'm getting this one from IGN. Right. But it's ba- but it's basically just a, a, a list of what happened gotcha. uh, during the uh, event. Uh, now they don't mention anything about the computer, but I do remember that. That was a big deal because uh, it said it was it was footage from a computer emulating the PS5 experience, which is weird. Uh, but it was uh, the first trailer for Final Fantasy 16. Um, now there wasn't much gameplay in it but it looks really awesome almost like the the live kind of system that they had in Final Fantasy XV now here's the deal Travis, this one is more fantasy than sci-fi like the newer ones have been Um, this one had like knights and castles and all this kind of stuff it looks like they're going to more of the actual fantasy and Mm. uh, magic aspects I love of Final magic. Fantasy uh, looks real awesome uh, You sh- people should definitely check it out man they show like some summons fighting and oh, looks so good man uh, but I guarantee you that game is like 4 or 5 years out
0: oh yeah definitely
1: so then after that a message pops up on the screen that states all other footage seen today is recorded from a Playstation 5 so everything out looked great uh so we got spider-man miles morales they showed um gameplay from one of the first missions and look i'm gonna tell you right now i thought spider-man for ps4 looked great dude even with the youtube compression this game looked way better (laughs) than spider-man really um oh dude i mean it's awesome like You could zoom in on Homeboy's hair, and it just... I've never seen hair look this good in a game, dude. Like, I know that's you always hear people say that, but, dude, the attention to detail in this game, it's it's awesome. Uh, And I'll talk some more about Spider-Man Miles Morales after the conference, because we had a little... uh, Some people are a little mad about how they're handling some of these games. Ooh, Uh, I think I know what you're talking about but spider-man miles morales looks great i'm gonna have that one like day one for sure unless it doesn't come out day one but surely it will um oh uh that final fantasy 16 people are saying that that's going to be a sony exclusive um i didn't read that anywhere and it would really surprise me if that doesn't go to at least playstation and pc oh yeah um But let's see here, next was Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. Um, This is a prequel to uh, the Harry Potter series, even a prequel to Fantastic Beasts. This takes place in the late 1800s in Hogwarts and places around Hogwarts. It's like a, they they keep calling it an open world RPG. Um, I mean, if you're down with it, I mean, go for it. I'm gonna sit this one out for some personal reasons that I won't go into but uh yeah that was that was okay looking um let's see call of duty black ops cold war campaign gameplay was revealed um so call of duty black ops cold war is coming to all the systems um but they showed gameplay of this and i've never been a big call of duty fan uh but this game absolutely looks phenomenal man Uh, this is one that's based in 1981 during the cold war and the missions they showed is where you're trying to take out a target. The person who's trying to take out the target misses. And then all hell breaks loose on um, a runway. And then you have, like, a remote control car that's got an explosive on it. And there's guns and bullets and explosions. And, I mean, it's Call of Duty. What do you expect? <laughs> Let's see here. It sounds Whoa. like a
0: Call of Duty game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... They showed some more of uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, I'll take that back. They didn't show more. They just had more cinematics about it. It's kind of digging deeper into kind of the lore. Um, This one really seems like it's based around almost like um, European, like, dark fairy tales, almost. And then this trailer took a weird turn because they start... Telling some story, and then it looked like it was almost like the animation was done for like Coraline or like a Tim Burton movie for a minute. Mm. Um, kind of took me out of the moment, but I'm still got to play Resident Evil. Like, I've (laughs) played almost every single one of them except for like Game Boy, uh, like Game Boy and Game Boy Advance versions. Uh, so next up was the new Deathloop gameplay trailer. Have you seen this game?
0: I have not.
1: All right. So this is. It's done by. It's being produced by Bethesda, but they're not the ones making it. It's like I think it might be Arcane Studios, the one who did the ones who did um, Dishonored, and it definitely has the dis. Yes, it is because it has the Dishonored vibes going on in it. Like you have kind of these powers to like uh, uh, teleport real quick and stuff like that. But the reason it's called Death Loop is every time like you die in the game, it's like a, a groundhogs day kind of deal where you have to start over. So you're an assassin, you have to take out eight targets, but
0: um I mean I don't I don't know do you if you have to do it to be, all in the same loop? Yes. I would hate that. <laughs> yes i'm not a big fan of roguelikes that are like that where it's like you have to do everything over and over and over again without like a real progression like do you gain skills as you go through this and after you die
1: see i don't know i don't okay. know anything about that yeah, um, like if
0: there's a, if there's a progression happening and i feel like i'm gaining something every time i die i'm more okay with it but whenever it's like you have to do this obstacle course in one try and that's what it feels like the entire time. Then Mm -hmm. yeah, have a, have a hard time with it.
1: So in the, in the trailer, they talk about, you know, trying to take out one person. Well, then it becomes too hard. So they focus on a different person. Then it's too hard. Well, then they decide to try and manipulate the events of what's happening to make these two people meet. So that there's two targets in one place at the same time and then take them out, um, it was kind of crazy. I mean, I, there's gonna be people out there that love this game, but uh, I mean, it's not for me. Well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> it might be. Um, uh, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition is announced. Um, what's weird is it said it was gonna be a digital launch on PS Five, available day one. So I'm guessing they're gonna do a physical version of it as well. Um, and the what looks like the big difference between this one is that you will be able. Uh, there's gonna be a new playable character. Uh, Virgil, Dante's brother. Um, if you're not into the Devil May Cry series, that might not make any sense to you. But that's actually pretty awesome. And I'm hoping that uh, I automatically get upgraded to the special edition. Let's hope. Let's hope. Because yeah. I bought Fingers crossed. Devil May Cry 5 Digital. Dual uh, swords pl- crossed. <laughs> you know, play PlayStation. You know, sometimes they actually will upgrade people. Uh, to special editions of games that was oh man
0: hey sony you think that was a sweet upgrade you can hand me (laughs) that was a big
1: deal for um control Mm -hmm. side note have you have you heard about that recently
0: uh yes i saw that if you had like the ultimate version of control they would let you upgrade but if not you were just kind of like out to lunch
1: Yes, so their their reasoning behind it was like, oh, you know, we just can't do it. It's just it's just it's not possible. So then people caught them in their lie because if you had if you had control and then you bought the DLC packs that came with all of the DLC, um, Sony automatically upgraded you to the Ultimate Edition the day that it was released. So all these people. I'm just like they're so mad about it. Well, then the day that it gets released, they sign on. It says they already own it. They're like, oh man, I got upgraded. Well, then Five Oh Five Games, not Remedy. Remedy's great. The people who made it, Five Oh Five Games, the publishers, were like, no, nope, downgraded again. We can't. We can't do that. <laughs> so yeah, they got caught in their lie. Uh, sorry. Back to the conference. uh, After Devil May Cry 5 uh, Special Edition, there's Oddworld Soulstorm. There's more gameplay for it. Um, I don't know about you, but I've played maybe one Oddworld game.
0: I don't think I've played any Oddworld games, to be honest.
1: Dude, they are definitely odd, and it is an odd world. And they're in worlds. Um. But, like, this game has such a cult following that they just keep putting these games out, man, and more power to them. Uh, this one actually looks kind of cool. Maybe if there's, like, a demo or something, I may download that. Uh, but, yeah, no, this game looks absolutely awesome. If, uh, if you like Oddworld, I mean, you basically, you have to buy this to support it. In your face. In your face. <laughs> uh, f- then they announced Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. <laughs> um, I'm, Don't I'm, care. Out. Don't
0: I'm out I'm out man I'm out Alright, All right. next up
1: uh, Demon Demon Souls extended gameplay revealed so the Demon Souls remake Um, I've actually been looking at well, you know I hate Soulsborne games Yeah, you're, you're um, not a
0: big fan of those it's not really a no. game for people with stressful job environments to go home to and
1: <laughs> then want to fight
0: demons with, you know Millisecond, you know, reaction times to dodge. Yeah, not my thing. Not. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So
1: I've been looking at kind of like some, some original release and remakes, and it's definitely a remake, man. It looks good. Uh, let's see. Oh, did you know that Fortnite is coming to the PS Five?
0: Oh wow, a Fortnite game on a system, how unexpected! Yeah. I mean, that thing's <laughs> basically running on, uh, my little baking ovens at this point, right? So You could probably run out of a smart refrigerator. Smart refrigerators and watches and uh, dog collars that track them. I mean, Fortnite's everywhere at this point.
1: <laughs> so uh, then this one actually caught me by surprise. They announced the PlayStation Plus collection. So PlayStation Plus, it's your monthly subscription to basically uh, play online. Uh, but to sweeten the deal, they give you two, three, four two to four games for free every month. And as long as you're subscribed, you get to play them. Um, I've built up quite a collection that way. But if you have a PS5 and you become a PlayStation Plus member, you automatically get to play some of the best PS4 games that have come out. So you get, let me read this real quick, uh, God of War 2018, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Ratchet & Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. That is that's 18 a, games.
0: That's a pretty good deal. Uh, it sounds like Dude. they've had... They. I wonder where they started to come up with that idea and for what reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's just it's just funny that like they're like all right well you know two games a month here you go, and they they they're they're fairly decent games every month right. but that collection right there blew That's, my mind.
0: Well, Sony's got to play now, the, they got to play to their exclusives right now. There there's no way around it. Well so here's one
1: thing though I was gonna bring up that if you noticed there's no Last of Us two. There's no Ghost of Tsushima, and there's no um, God of War on there because those games are still selling like hotcakes. And Jim Ryan, the head honcho of PlayStation, stated that you will never see their new exclusives on PlayStation Plus or PS Now within, I don't know, he was talking about within, like, the launch window time frame. Um, and, I mean, it's obvious why, because they're going to make as much money out of it as they can before they put it on subscription service. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, then we got the release date and the price. Uh, so it comes out November 12th for the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and then on November 19th in the rest of the world. Sorry, Europe. You got to wait. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so the the regular PS5 with a disk drive is going to be $499.99. So $500. Now the diskless version is $399.99. So $100 more than the Series S. But the only difference between these consoles is one has a disk drive, one doesn't. There is no downgrade to the diskless version. They are the exact same console, just no disk drive.
0: Yeah, um, I think oh, and, in the end you know what? to be honest, like you're gonna save probably a hundred dollars buying cheap disk based games in the future. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. That's why I got the disc version. Oh yeah. Um so then the big thing, my <sighs> favorite thing, uh it's quiet. There's um orchestral music playing, and then I see a symbol being drawn on the screen, and I was like, that is the God of War symbol. And then it said, Ragnarok is coming. Ooh. And then Kratos said some stuff. That's it. There was no gameplay, no nothing like that. The craziest part is, God of War 2, coming out next year. Nice. The last the last one came out in 2018, so three-year turnaround for a new God of War game, that is amazing god gonna be such a good game (laughs) um but moving on from that now we have the pre-order fiasco so back in it was either june or july um one of the sony executives stated that uh they would be very clear about when pre-orders were going up for sale and uh it wouldn't be at a moment's notice so you would have time um so, pre-orders were actually supposed to start the day after the conference on September 17th. And uh, Walmart went rogue and started selling theirs mere minutes after the conference. You know
0: why, right? Why is that? It's always Walmart Canada that leaks everything first. I blame Dude. them.
1: So, I started looking into this. And I was like, oh, oh, well, real quick. So, Walmart jumps the gun, so then everybody else does as well because they need to sell their consoles. Um, So soon after, Target, GameStop, and Best Buy followed suit, and all of their websites were going down. They were selling out real quick, all that good stuff. Uh, This led to a cavalcade
0: of cussing from Rowdy.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. So then Amazon... I thought Amazon would go live at midnight Eastern time in the U S uh, which would have been 11 PM for us central time. Uh, well I snagged mine at 10:45 PM because of a tweet from Jeff Keeley, and I clicked it and it looked like a shady back alley version of Amazon. I'm just kidding. It didn't really look like that. Uh, but it wasn't your normal, like, Product screen, and it was like, make sure this is the one you want, and it was like, PlayStation Five, four ninety nine ninety nine, blah blah blah. I was like, yes, 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 send me this now.
0: Jeff Keeley um, comes in, lifts out his trench coat, is like, hey, I got some PS fives, yeah. Pick right? one, these are fresh off the fresh off the cards. <laughs> they're so, they're perfectly needless, fine. Nothing wrong with them.
1: Needless to say, I did get it pre-ordered, and then throughout the night, um, they had a pre-orders for, like, oh, your controllers and charging decks and all that stuff. So I got an extra controller, I got the charging dock, all that stuff. So, uh, oh, I also got an email from Amazon stating they might not be able to get it to me the day that it comes out. Lame. Which I'm fine. I'll probably be working anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: <laughs> um... So, yeah, that was that was a big debacle. Uh, they keep saying that they're gonna have more available, um, and a lot of these websites, they'll have, like, 30-minute bursts where they're available. Um, So if you haven't gotten one, I mean, I guess keep checking. But, I mean, all the bots are buying them up. Yep. It's bad.
0: And there were some other controversies, too, right? With uh, some of these games, they said we're going to be a little bit smaller, right? I
1: don't remember them saying they were going to be smaller. I saw that
0: somebody was complaining online recently that they were essentially keeping developers from having to... uh, Because the way that they normally do things with uh, the drives nowadays, they tend to copy and paste a lot of the objects and data in the little sections of, like, a video game. Like, you save one world in this section on the disc. Then you repeat some of those same things on the next section. Gotcha. And the PlayStation 5 is supposed to get rid of that because of how fast it works. So people were thinking, oh, well, we're going to get smaller game downloads. Oh, no. Oh, no. How much is that I Spider-Man mean, download going to be?
1: I mean, they say it's going to be 105 gigabytes for Spider-Man and 65 gigabytes for Demon Souls. <laughs> but herein lies the problem. Anybody upset about this has not been paying attention to game sizes recently. Oh, absolutely not. Because Final Fantasy XV, with all of the DLC on my hard drive, was a 95-gigabyte file. Um, the what is it? Call of Duty Warzone, the current like, um, oh, is that that? I think I want to say that's their free to play one. That's like the battle royale and stuff. That one is over a hundred ten gigabytes right now. So I I saw this coming from a mile away. If games nowadays before this coming up console were getting almost this big, this doesn't surprise me one. That. oh my god i got a little winded there we uh, we talked a little too much about oh yeah we gotta we're gonna had. have to
0: speed up to get the rest of this done in time
1: yeah yeah all right
0: you got anything else so, for the playstation before we move on
1: oh no man no, no 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 no
0: all right so well so you don't run into that playstation 5 issue uh Microsoft. So we're, we're in the Xbox news, by the way. Let's move on. Uh, Mike- oh, oh, hang on, hang on. My bad, my bad. No, we're not. One, one last thing. Pull
1: back. So, uh, no, no, no. So I started looking into, uh, you know, how everybody jumps the gun and starts selling it. So I was trying to see, like, if Sony said that they were going live the next day, like, how could these companies go live with that stuff? So it turns out all these companies, so they're, they're guaranteed X amount. They buy... Or they, they ship the money, whatever it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to get these consoles so they have their numbers so they want to sell them as quickly as possible before anybody else does so that they're guaranteed to get their money back so once the money has exchanged hands for the consoles they can do the pre-order whenever they want I didn't know that Interesting. so that's why everybody was able to jump the gun and do that
0: all right, so I jumped the gun on the Xbox news, but here we are. We're here now, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. All right, Xbox news. Let's go. All right, how do you want to? How are you going to get an Xbox Series console? Well, Microsoft saw what happened and was like, uh, no. Uh, so they actually have set up pre-order times. We'll see if this really happens for the Xbox Series S and X on Tuesday, September 22nd. Now they have basically said that Xbox will be penalizing retailers for lowering allocations if they break their uh, by lowering the amount of consoles they get if they break these embargoes. Uh, that's according to our uh, apparently our friend Geoff Kelly, who helped her out to get a console, right? So. Dude,
1: Jeff, Jeff Keighley is amazing, man. Like, I thought that dude was one of the biggest douches. But then, like,
0: <laughs> he's no, Rowdy's ra- new friend.
1: Dude, Jeff Keeley has basically kept video games going this summer since we didn't have E3 and anything like that. He's the one that's put together so many conferences this summer. I mean, that dude is a godsend to the video game industry right now.
0: Yeah, by the way, I would have <laughs> known about some of this stuff earlier in the week. Uh, my wife reminded me in the chat. Uh, Rowdy was sending text messages about all this craziness to, who knows, to an old number I used to have, so they probably oh, got a yeah, bunch so, of interesting text messages.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of curse words yeah. and stuff, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, so
0: here are the times you can get a console on September 22nd uh, to pre-order the either X or S. Uh, it's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific time for the U.S. and Canada in... Um, Great Britain, it's going to be 8 a.m. BST. I'm assuming that's British Standard Time. In Australia and I think New Zealand, uh, they'll have it at 8 a.m. AEST and then 8 a.m. NZST. Now, in Europe, Middle East, and Africa, it says 9 a.m. CEST. Okay, I don't know what those times technically mean, but if you are there, you probably do. Then... Xbox All Access if you want to go the route where you don't pay everything up front. It's pretty much the same times, okay? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, (laughs) look, I don't even know what those flags are, so I apologize. I should have (laughs) written down. But you're either going to get 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. in your time zone uh, for the Xbox All Access is what it boils down to. Basically, 9 a.m. in Europe, uh, except for Great Britain, 8 a.m., your time zone everywhere else of course america has lots of time zones so all right also if you want to get your console a little bit cheaper and you already own like an xbox one x or another console that you just want to throw out uh, for me you know i'm not going to keep my one x because every the xbox series x will play everything on it better so You can trade in either an Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro for $200 towards the console at GameStop. If you want to trade in your Nintendo Switch or PS4, the one terabyte model, it's $175. The Nintendo Switch Lite, Xbox One S, PS4 500 gigabyte uh, model will land you a nice $125 in your pocket. Probably not worth it. You can probably sell it for more. And the OG Xbox One might not be OG, the 500 gigabyte model. uh, That's, That's OG. Huh? that's og okay the og one that is probably dead uh is a hundred dollars if you give it to gamestop uh so that is just a way you can get to the system also some things on launch day that might be interesting to know the following games will be enhanced games on launch day so in other words they you know you could buy them for the 1x and then upgrade them to the one uh to the series x or s and they'll be enhanced for this system assassin's creed valhalla dirt 5 destiny 2 the falconer fortnite surprise uh forza horizon 4 gears 5 gears tactics rainbow 6 siege watchdogs legion and yakuza like a dragon uh those are all going to be enhanced on launch day now they do have dozens more games confirmed to be enhanced now That does not mean you can't play older games and it won't like automatically try to enhance them these are just really made to be tailored to the system otherwise though the xbox series x is going to try to bump up the uh speed on things going to try to increase the frame rate and hdr either way now we had a request uh to talk about teraflop efficiency since i didn't mention that the other day when announcing the xbox series s so I'm going to talk about the Xbox One X versus the Series S because a lot of people are seeing the Xbox One X wondering why the heck do I want a Series S because the Xbox One X can do six flopping teraflops and the Xbox uh, Series S can only do four. Uh, So a lot of people thinking, well, why would I even go buy this new system? Well. There are a couple reasons why. First up, the targets are different for these consoles. The Xbox One X is targeting 4K. That is, if you don't know, it's basically gonna throw uh, 8,294,400 pixels at your face on the screen, whereas the Xbox Series S targets 2K, which is 1440p, which is only throwing 3,686,400 pixels on your screen. That's a lot of pixels. That's a lot of pixels, but it's trying to do that either 60 or 120 times a second. So I don't even want to do the math on that. That hurts. So right off the bat, though, if you think about that number, the Xbox Series S is putting out less than half of the pixels on the screen as a target than the newer console, allowing it to focus more on graphical clarity. So that's one reason why it's less teraflops. Another one, the Xbox One X was kind of a weird system. It's like they basically... The graphics card itself was way more massive, uh, I guess, power-wise than the rest of the system really was. It was like taking a 400-horsepower V8 engine Corvette, you know, like Corvette engine, and putting it in an orange Chevy Aveo that previously ran on a 106-squirrel-powered engine that everyone hit like a road cone because it was tiny and orange and stupid. Hold on, sorry. That got a little personal. Mm. But anyway... (laughs) it's like a crazy mad scientist or mechanic got it to work but honestly if you ran the xbox one x's gpu to its top speed the rest of it would fall apart because the cpu was a major bottleneck in the xbox one x there were a lot of games that could not run to the correct frame rate because they were essentially kept down um For instance, the Xbox One X basically used a laptop CPU, whereas the Xbox Series S is using an actual PC-grade CPU. Um, So what happened was a lot of the games on the One X were unable to raise their frame rate if they were kind of bottlenecked. They couldn't squeeze out enough power through the CPU. Games like Destiny 2 was a big one and Monster Hunter. Uh, So expect to see higher frame rates on the Xbox Series S because not only do you have a better cpu that can run a lot more things a lot more ai scripts a lot more just stuff um but it's not trying to stuff stuff. it's not trying to push as much onto the screen at a time but also it is a different architecture so it can do more with that power uh it's like you know to just kind of put it in the simplest terms because power if not applied applied correctly, uh, is wasted, right? So think of if you're trying to cut into something um, and you use a baseball bat, you know, it's not a sharp object and you're trying to cut a tree down with it. You can put a ton of power behind it, but it's not going to do much. If you use an axe, which is going to be, you know, tuned to cut through something, you can use actually less power and it does more. So. Just kind of a quick little uh, reminder that even though one of those little things says looks like it's going to do less, the Xbox Series S is actually going to be pretty darn strong for a cheap price. Uh, That's it for the Xbox news for this week. There wasn't much because it was the PlayStation's turn to get some news. Uh, So, And we're going to go to the last section of the news, which I'm just calling etc. It's basically news items that are just extra. So... Nvidia bought arm you know how much they bought it for rowdy
1: first off what's arm
0: oh my goodness arm is a uh so arm chips they use them in tablets they use them i think weren't arm chips in a lot of uh, apple products for a long time
1: i, I don't know yeah so know they do is. a lot of mobile chips <laughs> it's, it's a chip it's like a
0: uh a, a cpu and graphics uh gpu provider for businesses okay. and for a lot of stuff, so I was gonna say they bought it for an arm and a leg, but um, terrible joke. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nvidia and SoftBank Group today announced a definitive agreement under which Nvidia will acquire Arm Limited from SBG and the SoftBank Vision Fund for a transaction v- valued at forty billion dollars. That's what the B. Ooh. it's a major company, right? Uh, it's expected to immediately. Uh, accretive words that i don't understand about money all right now it is basically going to bring together nvidia's leading ai computing platform with arm's vast ecosystem to create the premier computing company for the age of artificial intelligence accelerating innovation while expanding into a large high growth market so this is the stuff they put out keep in mind they can't just wildly buy a company like this uh they do have to kind of go through closing conditions they got to deal with regulatory approval from the UK, China, European Union, and the US. They expect this to actually happen in 18 months, but if you know, um, if you're into like PC gaming or just like buying uh, hardware for companies and stuff, this is a pretty major deal because ARM is a major company, and they may run into some issues in purchasing this if they consider it monopolistic. So otherwise though rowdy you got anything else for the news section before yeah so
1: nvidia nvidia started uh putting up pre-orders for their new rtx um 30 series oh yeah uh, the 3070 3080
0: and 3090 ampere yeah
1: so the 3080 is actually um i'm not going to get down to the specifics of it but it's double the power of the 2080 and half the price
0: Yeah, we talked about that last week. It's pretty insane how strong that card is. They all
1: got bought up within seconds. Even that $1,500 3090.
0: Man, PC gamers got money. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Okay, guys, that is it for the Lamer Gamers News Roundup for September 13th through September 19th. Coming up next, we're going to have gaming impressions for Super Mario 3D All Stars. I'm going to talk a little bit about Rocket League. Uh, Then we'll have the Lamer of the Week award, followed by bonus points. See you after the break.